Greetings and salutations, everyone. It is me, your favorite incognito podcaster. Yeah, just hanging out on a typical Wednesday afternoon. I wish to express my condolences and my sympathies to everyone who is living in the Pacific Northwest and has had to deal with the terrible, terrible heat wave that uh, was inflicted upon you. I have no idea how in the world that happened. Um, it blew my mind to see how hot the weather got. And for those of you who are just east of the Pacific Northwest, I you have my condolences and sympathies too, because you're still dealing with this. I ugh, It blows my mind how that happens. I lived in Portland for four years and thoroughly enjoyed it. And there were a few times where I saw weather get a little squirrely, but nothing out of the ordinary. Like, I remember um, one summer we had a few days up above 100 degrees, and that was pretty crazy. But um, other than that, one thing that really struck me about the weather in Portland generally was how uh, consistent it was, how, for the most part, how mild it was. I always considered Portland to have two seasons, rain and summer. And for that, you know, having grown up in Denver, where we have four very distinct seasons, that uh, was a little bit of a disappointment and ultimately led to me wanting to leave Portland. Um, Although it is a lovely city, I just, I loved having four distinct seasons and two was not enough for me. So anyhow, uh, hearing about the weather this past weekend in Portland and Seattle and all the Pacific Northwest uh, just blew my mind. And so I am sorry and uh, I hope you all survived. I hope you all stayed relatively cool or fully cool if at all possible. And, you know, I I look at that and I don't say, thank God it's not us. I look at that and say, there, but, you know, it's TikTok. <laughs> it's bound to hit other areas of the country at any time. And Denver being what it is, a desert climate minus a couple of, you know, plus two or three inches of precipitation over the course of the year. That's in our future. So I am kind of stealing myself for that. For the, yeah. (laughs) So thank you for, um, I don't know why I'm saying thank you, actually. Just um, best of luck to all of you who are living in the Pacific Northwest. Stay cool, continue to stay cool, and I hope everything's okay. Uh, on a more personal level, I, you, if you heard my last podcast, you know, I am doing strong lifts five by five and loving it. And it works well for me for the most part. And I lifted yesterday and, um, this is no fault of strong lifts. This is on me. Unfortunately, this, a couple of months ago, I started suffering a terrible, terrible bout of back pain, the likes of which I had never really figured out um, how it happened, why it happened. And I think I went into this um, in a 
podcast episode a couple ago, so I'm not going to go into it. But it kind of reared its ugly head again yesterday while I was lifting. And it got to the point where I just could not lift. I had to cut my lifting uh, in half. I was hoping to do even just five lifts of five deadlifts. And if I remember right, let's see, 45 plus, I think it was 105 pounds that I was hoping to deadlift. And there was no way I could do that. I brought the bar to the ground and that was that. My back started screaming bloody murder. And so I knew that that was that. So I was very miserable hearing, you know, that that happened. I am hoping to get myself back into the swing of things. I talked with another fellow big boy, um, much bigger than me actually, and asked him, you know, what he does for back pain. And he told me stretches and yoga. And so that is pretty much what I'm going to be doing for a little while. And, uh, oh yeah, I also did the stupid thing yesterday, uh, because I was going out to work out, uh, with my man and kind of show him the ropes of what I do because he's interested in my lifting schedule and maybe do that with me. Um, and he, oh gosh, what, what was I going with that? Uh, because he was there, I didn't want to bore him. So I made the stupid mistake of foregoing my 15 minute warm up on the elliptical. That was just silly and stupid of me to do that. And I am certain that's why I, uh, more than anything, why I suddenly suffered terrible back pain and could not go on. So, uh, fortunately the gym that I belong to is wonderful and they have TRX, uh, straps. So I could do a little bit of body weight lifting with those. And that was a wonderful thing, but I will make sure not to make that mistake in the future. And for those of you listening who do work out, yeah, don't miss your warm up. Um, I could say that before from the brain. Now I can say that from the heart and the gut. Don't for, don't forgo your warm up ahead of time. So that's that. Um, lesson learned and otherwise I'm still happy with strong list five by five and look forward to doing more in the future. Hello CD listeners. We've come to the point in this album where those listening on cassette or record will have to stand up or sit down and turn over the record or tape. In fairness to those listeners, We'll now take a few seconds before we begin side two. Thank you. Here's side two. I have a friend who used to live in Denver and is now living down in South Florida. And I always looked up to uh, because he was just, he was an awesome man. Uh, he was uh, very musically talented. In fact, he is a mu basically music director for... Uh, church down in Florida, and uh, before that, he was a music director at a church here in Colorado. And he is an organist, brilliantly talented, and very accomplished organist uh, who loves to put on some of the most amazing concerts that I've ever seen um, when he's not actually playing uh, church services. Um, but he is also uh, a leather man, 
uh, Leather Daddy, and very unapologetic and amazing uh, leather man. And always, he has a lot of fun, and he's just an amazing, amazing guy. Um, I've always looked up to him. And uh, Gay Man. And he has been posting on Facebook gay pride statements or uh, different things that gay men and lesbians hear on a regular basis that when you flip them around and you say them to straight people, maybe straight people get an idea about what we go through on a regular basis. But on today, June 30th, he actually decided to post just a full-on statement of pride. And I wanted to read that to you, and I got permission from him to read that. So here we go. Day 30, obviously June 30th. My gay pride statement. Let's start that over again. Day 30, my gay pride statement of the day. I wrote this piece years ago. Incredibly, it's more on point than ever. Pride is being oneself to the core, embracing it in the face of all others at all times. Pride is not being afraid to acknowledge any part of oneself, even within the circle of those supposedly like you. Pride is not forgetting who you are and where you came from, and especially those whose shoulders you ride upon those who got you where you are now and today. Pride is cherishing every beautiful, graceful, powerful, positive, fantastic, passion-filled, negative, dark part of oneself. All of it. Pride is something that the gay community has completely lost because we are now far more concerned with mainstreaming than in being who we were intended to be. We are slowly but surely giving up that which makes us unique in our own culture of life, slowly but surely taming that which made us wild, different, fantastic, colorful, edgy, creative, brilliant, scary, Interesting, weird, queer, elegant, intimidating, masculine, piggishly sexual, promiscuous, spiritual, respectful towards each other, underground, non-conforming, brave, rebellious, freaks, hot, progressive, and exceedingly creative men. Oh, yes, we are moving forward. We continue to check our testicles at the door, normalize our sexuality in the view of society, so we can live in the burbs in our washed-out, colored, two-story houses, drive our Hondas, push a stroller around, wear our khaki shorts and polos, feminize so we don't scare the straight men, traditionalize our way of living and having relationships, criticizing those of our own kind if they don't live the right kind of relationship. We polarize ourselves between those who are HIV positive and those who are HIV negative 
with great ignorance of how to live together through all of it. We have divided our subcultures against each other further than ever before and diluted their uniqueness at the same time. Our youth have no connection to our more mature men, no mentoring, guidance, or for sure respect. We have made being masculine an old-fashioned idea, powerless, castrated, unpopular, politically and socially threatening to feminism, and nearly extinct. So, what is pride to me? Pride is being a damn confident gay man, testicles intact, still living and desiring a balls-to-the-wall kind of life. I reject the mainstream with my eyes wide open. I want my rights and respect in a society of the USA just like anyone else. But damn it, I'm not giving up being a mature, muscular, masculine, edgy homo because it is my color, my race, my being, and I thank God for it every day. My soul will continue to love all forms of gay, my beautiful lipsticks and butch lesbians in my life, my drag queens, bears, leathermen, transgenders, my homo friends with kids and Hondas, my oversexed homo friends, my swishy friends, my butch men, all of it, all of it, all of it. Don't you dare, don't you dare try to adjust the color of all of it. Don't you dare try to normalize or whitewash it. I want it all. That's pride. Loving it all. So if this sir or daddy offends you with his strength of sexuality, masculinity, lifestyle, dress, manner, etc., it's okay. Because you probably offend me with your boring, judgmental, conformist, conservative approach to life. Happy Pride, everyone. Get out there and be yourself and offend someone. Respectfully grabbing my crotch with one finger saluting the world of mainstream judgment and fundamentalism. Woof. Frank Perko III.